You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 22. We are officially halfway done with the year, and today's episode is somewhat of a continuation of last week, but with a few more actionable tips. I'm wondering how you're feeling about things opening back up again. Did you have enough time at home to get those things that you wanted to do done? Are you ready to go back to work, go out shopping, or dining out? As we're gearing up to get back to old routines, there is no better time to take a look at where you were at before COVID-19, where you're at today, and where you want to be in the next six months. Today, I'll go over a few tips to help you get better results in the second half of the year, and we'll also discuss how to revise your vision for 2020 and the importance of developing new habits, particularly the one of saying no. So let's dive into how we can reshape the second half of the year. I started out the year with a big vision. I dubbed this year the Roaring Twenties, and I had seriously big plans. I wanted to launch this podcast, travel to Italy, read the Bible daily along with 20 new books, double my reach with Willow and Bee, purge and donate at least two boxes per month, work out daily, improve my photo skills, and learn Italian. It's funny how life decided to throw a wrench in my business and travel plans, but that's okay. What choice do I have now but to grow and learn from this experience? Am I right? I'm going to share a little tip that has helped my productivity in so many ways. Just about everyone has mentioned this easy-to-remember suggestion. I love that it rhymes, so hopefully you'll be able to remember it. If not, I'll make a printable for you that you can find in the show notes. To change your progress and daily routines, you must delegate, eliminate, or automate. For something that has been said over and over, each time I hear it, I'm reminded of another thing that I need to plug into one of these three categories. You really could apply it to all of life, not just business. By far, the hardest for me was to delegate. I felt like it was irresponsible to pay someone to do a job that I could either do or learn how to do myself. I repeatedly tried to learn how to fix things on my website, on my Shopify store, And last but not least, my clickable links on my email signature. I felt like every hurdle could be jumped if only I put a little more time into the solution. After much wasted time, I finally decided to hire a VA or a virtual assistant. I searched high and low for the right person. In the past, I felt like I had gotten burned with my hiring. But the truth is that I hired the first person that responded and had a good rating. Oddly enough, that's not the best formula. Take your time to find the person that fits your needs and has the patience for your skill level. I believe I have found the most incredible assistant. I'll add his info in the show notes, but I'll just say that Soheg has been a dream come true. He's been able to get my WordPress site functioning just like I wanted. My email lists are all organized and in one place. He corrected some SEO issues, and he even fixed a few problems on my Shopify store, Not to mention that pesky email signature I was mentioning earlier. I know I could have tried to fix all of these things on my own, 
But the problem is that I cannot stay productive and continue to work on the goals that I set out to achieve if I'm spending my time trying to fix issues by learning to code. I'm so grateful to have someone that I can trust that is just a click away. My new approach goes like this. If I need to teach myself a new skill that I will not be using on a daily basis to run my business, I will hire SoHag instead. If you need to teach yourself how to code, how to understand a messy platform, or need help with a new logo or design, just hire someone. There is a person out there that is already skilled enough to take your idea and make it into reality within hours. Imagine the amount of time that you could apply towards being productive if you just hired someone to do the things that you struggle with. I have tried both Fiverr and Upwork for hiring VAs, and I have found that both have an incredible amount of experts that are capable of zipping through your requests. And how about those chores? Just before the pandemic hit, I looked into Care.com for some relief from the tasks that were piling up at home. I found out that they have people willing to run errands. I was super excited to give this a try. I could already see it. You know that area where the returns go to die by the back door or in the trunk of the car? Those areas would be void of bags. My daily orders would magically make it to the post office and the groceries would be washed, cut, and put away. I had picked out the person I wanted to hire and then I discussed it with Justin. Suddenly, the bags disappeared and so did my need to hire a home assistant. Then along came COVID-19 to seal the deal. Somehow, we all found the motivation to get the things done that needed to get done. But I know it's just a matter of time before we get overly busy and I'll once again crave that additional help. Until then, I'll keep plugging away at the things that don't distract me from my bigger goals. Once the scales start to tip in the other direction, you can be sure that I'll look for a perfect assistant much like my favorite virtual assistant. A home assistant and a virtual assistant are both time savers that will allow me to work diligently on my goals. The second hardest habit for me to adopt was eliminate. The idea to eliminate can be used in everything that surrounds you to the tasks that you allow to enter into your schedule. Let's start with your schedule. If you're finding that you're continually doing something that is not serving your higher goal, consider removing it from your timeline. Sometimes it's hard for us to know where we need to eliminate. If you take the time to track your daily activities for just one week, I think you'll be both surprised and most certainly be made aware of your pitfalls. Once you know where your biggest time suckers are, try to mainstream your activities. In celebration of being on Etsy for 10 years, I'm offering 10% off at my Etsy shop. This year, I've had a great deal of interest in my Morse code bracelets. And as churches are starting to open up, I'm happy to see sales in my first communion pieces increase too. I want to share a review that I received that melted my heart. Holly wrote, This bracelet is beautiful. It was a gift for my 8-year-old daughter for her first communion. It fit her perfectly when worn on the first clasp. I also tried the bracelet on my 15-year-old daughter and myself to see if the bracelet would fit as she grows older. It fit us both when worn on the last few clasps. I love that this piece can grow with her. It will be a gift that she can treasure for years to come. Thank you, Holly, for that lovely review. It makes me happy to know that a piece this special can be worn from communion to confirmation, graduation, and beyond. Be sure to check the show notes for that link and coupon. Now back to the show. I would start by deciding when you need to answer emails, when you need to post on social media, and when you need to reply to comments. If you block out times to do these tasks and set a timer, you'll keep the time spent in each platform to a minimum. 
I like to do a quick five-minute zip through my emails first thing in the morning. And if I have time, I'll go through each platform to see if I need to reply to anyone. If I think it'll take more than five minutes, I'll wait until I'm on the elliptical or sitting in the sauna. If I do it in reverse order, I will most likely never get my workout in. The idea is to try to work on productivity before you spend time on your phone, in your emails, or heaven forbid Pinterest. If you find yourself working on projects that are not paying you well or at all, consider putting your pro bono work on hold. Sometimes a project can seem tempting, but I have found that doing work for less than what you're worth will almost always result in bitter feelings. Either you'll be disappointed in the amount of time it takes to create, or you'll find that the demands are not worth the possible rewards. The worst in this scenario, of course, is when you take a job or project that doesn't pay well, and because of your commitment to that project, you have to pass on a better opportunity. It seems like free slash cheap jobs always line up with those you should have held out for. I think that's what they call Murphy's Law. Believe in the power of saying no. And if you can't say no easily, consider saying thank you for the opportunity. Let me get back to you. There's nothing wrong with taking time to consider if you should commit to an offer or not. Now let's talk about eliminating in your environment. As I mentioned earlier, my goal this year was to fill up two boxes a month to donate, sell, or give away to a good home. I can assure you that I'm not swimming in a sea of unwanted items, but I found that hidden within each cabinet, drawer, closet, cupboard, not to mention the attic, are items that I don't use. I'm sure you've heard of Marie Kondo's book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. After reading this book, I realized that there were so many things that I could eliminate from my life. From clothes that I thought I would wear again to craft supplies that I never used, I have slowly started to purge. By going through and only keeping the useful things, I have found more space and a more defined way of shopping. I'm more purposeful when I buy new things. I know this will continue to be a process, but an unexpected result has been the feeling of not being tied to someday. It's easy to slip into a pattern of thinking, someday I'll wear that, eventually I'll make that, someday I'll read that. But to be honest, once those someday items were gone, it opened up my mind to not feeling guilty about the things that I had not done, and I was able to focus on what is currently on my plate. I know there's still a mountain of things to get rid of, but I'm super excited about the results so far. The results are not only visible, but mentally they have made a world of difference too. And now for the last of the three categories, automate. I think this is the easiest of the three if you don't struggle with control. I'm not going to say that it's easy breezy, but I do think it's the quickest to implement and the results are instantaneous. When it comes to the daily tasks that you do, look to see which ones you can place on autopilot. In business, you can integrate your social media site so when you post to one, you'll be posting to all of your pages. There are some great tools like Hootsuite and Buffer. Even linking your Instagram account and your Facebook page will save you time. Creating templates for your common email responses is another way to reduce the amount of time you spend in replying to your emails. You can even create shortcuts on your Apple devices so that each time that you type a combination of any letters that you select, an entire phrase pops up. I just love this feature, especially when I'm having to reply the same thing to several customers over and over. I'm sure other types of devices offer this tool as well. As far as automating in your personal life, I recommend making a habit of automatically depositing a percentage of your income into a savings or investment account. 
Doing this on autopilot will prevent you from making a spending decision instead of a savings deposit. For those bills that you know are the same each month or that you really have no control over like utilities, consider having those come out of your account automatically. If you have a loan that you're paying the same amount on each month, automate that too. In the long run, I think you'll find that most of the time spent on paying your bills online can be significantly reduced if you automatically deduct them from your checking account. By no means should you take your eye off the ball, but taking a quick glance over your statement once every two weeks should really be all that it takes. My favorite thing to automate by far is my shopping. I love getting a box of meat from ButcherBox every other month. I never have to worry about going to the grocery store for meats. Another great time saver is creating reoccurring shipments for things that you buy every month. I have a shipment of items that I get from Amazon each month or every two months with things like supplements and home goods. It saves me time from having to research the products and it helps to keep me from seeing more amazing things that I most likely should not be buying anyway. I think now is as good a time as ever to revise some of those goals that we set at the beginning of the year and maybe even create bigger ones for the months ahead. Well, there you have it, my friend, three categories to explore that I bet will create positive change in your near future. Don't forget to visit the show notes for printables, links, and coupons. And thank you to everyone that has reached out, left a review, and has filled out the contact form to be interviewed. I can't wait to share your journey with the world. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job 